Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Lou Plenning joining us. He's done a great job uh, with SEN over the two weeks of the Australian Open. Uh, Lou, great to have you on the show again. Yeah, thanks, Julian. How are you? Um, what, a, what an amazing couple of weeks. It was a great couple of weeks. Uh, huge crowds and uh, a fantastic women's final in particular, as we mentioned. Just before we get on to Novak and the women's final, just from Stefano Tsitsipas's, uh point of view, we just heard from him there. How well do you think he played last night? Is there anything different he could have done to maybe make it a little bit more difficult for, for Novak Djokovic and potentially you know, send him into a fourth or fifth set? Well, I think he had the break point, didn't he, at 5-4, and he was a little bit passive there, and that's when Novak... I mean, Novak is kind of like, you know, Tom Cruise. He's in cruise control, and then all of a sudden, he just pulls something out of the bag. And that's that's the difference between, I guess, Novak and and the other guys. He can sustain this level, this high level um, of incredible tennis, and then when he senses there's an opportunity, he just goes and he just you know, hit something a little bit bigger. Like he became a lot more aggressive in that point where he was under pressure. And then he came out and hit that win of the forehand. Now, why didn't Sissipas do that? He was kind of thinking, oh, this is my opportunity. If I'm just solid here, you know, I I could win this set. But Novak doesn't think like that. Novak has this level of confidence that he just knows he can produce under pressure. and, And that's what he does. Unfortunately for Sissipas, you know, you've got to you've got to be able to lift and redline for a little bit longer mm. than when you play anyone else against when you're playing Novak. We all talk about how good Novak is and why he's so good, and there's a whole heap of answers to that. Is one thing we underestimate. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we never people never talk about his serve. Is his serve actually a bit under underrated? I think so. I mean, Novak. Uh, you know, it doesn't have the biggest serve out there, you know, but just because you can hit aces, it doesn't mean, you know, that you've got all the other parts. I mean, there's a young guy, Cressy, an American guy, he's got the biggest serve, but then he can't hit three, four, um, you know, rallies at the back. So everyone's got a gift and Novak's gift is that he is a brick wall. Um, but, But also his serve is accurate. He doesn't have the biggest one, but he can put it on a dime. Like he stands up there and he goes, right, this is going wide. I'm going to go a little bit shorter and wide to get the to get the uh, the angle or to spread the court. And then I'm going to hit my backhand deep and hard into the other side of the court. He's just programming his serve. Like he doesn't necessarily say, okay, I'm going to get a free point here. He's going to say, I'm going to make it difficult for these guys, and I know I can hit my targets. And that's what he does so incredibly well. If he wants to jam the body, he'll go, you know, through the middle of the box. If he wants to stretch the guy wide, he goes what? Like, and he, he just is so good at setting up the plays. You mentioned he's like a brick wall. Is he, Have you seen a player that turns defence into attack within a point better than Novak Djokovic. You watch him, you think, he's in all sorts of trouble in this rally. And then all of a sudden, he's back on top within a couple of shots. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, the guy can neutralise. You You can get a, a big ball that comes hard and fast right to his toes, 
he neutralises. And like you said, within one ball, he's back on the offence. Um, you know, he's, he's got pretty much everything, doesn't he? He can hit the ball with shape and he can pull his opponents off the court. So therefore, he can spread the court. He can play flat and hard with his backhand particularly and he can step in and take time away. Um, so he can, you know, there's three different ways you can win a point or you can use that tennis ball. And that's high and heavy. You can hit with depth and you can hit with angle. And he can dissect the court, uh, you know, better than any geometry set out there. Like he's amazing the way he uses his angles, the way he can take time away, um, uses rhythm. He changes it up and, and he kind of lures you into a, self, a false sense of, what's happening out of there on the court as well. I think he's very good at playing different games. Um, but what he does do, he's, he can kind of just keep that ball in play and then he can just accelerate off the right ball. And it's very hard to go from this pace, a certain pace which you do for maybe, he might be doing that for a good 10 minutes. He's just really super solid in that mindset. And then all of a sudden he goes, nah. Now I've got to play bigger. Now I've got to be more aggressive. And it's really hard to switch in and out of that mindset. Talk to Louise Fleming, SEN tennis commentator. So Novak's back to number one now. He's 35 years of age, and he's clearly confident that he can win more Grand Slams. How many more? It's a tough question. But and we've got some young, young stars coming up, and Carlos Alcaraz was number one before this tournament. But how many more years do you think he can be a player that, wins Grand Slams or is right in contention for Grand Slam titles? Well, it's all up to his body and he, and his mind, isn't it? Like, and we know that he looks after himself better than anyone else. He's in the cryer ice baths. He's in the, yeah, whatever therapy. He's in air tents and he's in oxygen tents and he's in this. And he's got more people traveling with him for his mind, body, his spirit. He does mindfulness, yoga, whatever else he can do extra to keep his body in shape. But that's what it's going to be all about. Rafa's, you know, one, he's 22nd when he was 36 years of age. Um, you know, Novak's going to be 36 on May 22nd, just before the French Open. So he's going to be 36. I think Roger lost, uh, won his last Grand Slam when he was 36. So is there a number there? But mm-hmm. I think he's physically better and his body hasn't broken down. Um, you know, he's got little tweaks, of course. He's going to have some little elbow things, some little shoulder things and knee things. They're, they're always going to carry stuff. Um, I think he could go for another three to four years. And if he can win two Grand Slams or three Grand Slams a year, I think he's going to get very close to 30. And just quickly before I let you go, the women's final was sensational. It was a great match from start to finish. Had Billie Jean King there at the end presenting the trophy. But... You know, 12 months ago, Sabalenka had her problems with her second serve. She had the yips. Yeah. She's a set down. Gee, that, was a, that was a fantastic final from both girls, really. No, it was. I guess the, the thing that she had in the bag, that she'd beaten Rubikina three times that they had played before and in three sets. And in one of those, she had lost the first set as well. So the issue was whether the pressure occasion was going to bring back those double faults. She threw, I think, five in that first set and everyone was kind of like holding their breath, just thinking, oh, no, is it revisiting? But no, she was incredible. I think that's the best that, you know, she's played. Her her mentality was great out there. She was really positive. She was really aggressive. I think, um, you know, I think she had like 71 winners or something, 17 aces. I think she was really... She had that focus. I mean, obviously, she'd never been to a Grand Slam final, 
Um, for her to take that next step, I think was phenomenal. And I think it's going to be, uh, we may see a little trajectory or an upward swing uh, for her as well on the WTA too. I think she's two at the moment. Yep. I don't think she's going to be far off being number one. Uh, it was a great two weeks as always, uh, Lou. Thanks for your time uh, throughout the two weeks. And uh, we look forward to catching up again. Yeah, no worries, mate. Have a great day and uh, enjoy reminiscing about the Australian Open.